On this week's episode of HHC, the team heads down to Sweeten's Cove. And if you don't know anything about Sweeten's Cove, this should just be the start of your research. Just an incredible golf facility, about 20 minutes from Chattanooga in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Just a beautiful place. Of course, a golf course architect there is Rob Collins who is now doing a number of different projects across the U.S. If Sweetens isn't on your list to play, it should definitely be put up there close to the top. You have to make it out to Sweetens Cove. We absolutely love this place. The majority of the group had been there before. Our good friend Joe had not been, so we'll end this episode with some live reaction from him. But what you'll also hear in this episode is an interview with the GM of Sweden's Cove, Matt Adamski. He's an awesome guy. We loved hanging out with him for a few minutes in the shed, which, of course, is their clubhouse at Sweden's Cove. So apologize for any audio issues that we had in there, but such a fun conversation to have with him. and We appreciate everyone out at Sweden's for letting us hang out there for the day. Without further ado... Here's HHC Takes Sweeten's Cove. The HHC crew is making their way from Nashville down to South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, the golf mecca of Sweeten's Cove. Currently driving through Mont Eagle, and there's got to be two inches of snow on the ground. Oh, yeah, at least. Sounds about right. Looks about right to me. But the good news is it's finally 32 degrees outside which gives me hope that it will get above freezing at some point today. Are we crazy or are we cool? Yes. <laughs> exactly, Caleb. We've got a group of five going out today and we've got a fun little game plan. Carl, how do you see this playing out? You know, I feel like I'm in a good spot. I'm in the, the, middle, the middle handicap range. Um, and you know, I like where I sit. I think, uh, I think, I don't think Cooper and Caleb are going to catch me solely because of uh, how poor, how low my handicap is. So we'll see how it goes. You know, I uh, I started out this uh, debate at the highest handicapped, um, so I appreciate everybody bringing me back down to at least tied for last. Um, I felt like calling me the worst handicap was kind of like saying Michael Jordan's bad at basketball or baseball. Um, is it true? Maybe. Uh, but uh, his ego would allow that to happen. Um, and so he kept coming back, just like I do. Trent, I love that analogy. That's that's phenomenal. I'm still not quite sure what game we're playing. I saw the text that we are playing a game. There were numbers beside all of our names, along with dollar signs. I typically don't ask. If Cooper's here, he knows the rules, and I can trust him. I just know I have to try to get the ball just, in the hole, baby. Yeah. I think we all dipped into our children's college funds just a little bit for the game. So, yeah, there's 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 some money out there for top point score per nine holes. The individual with the most points on the day gets a little bit of the share of the pot. And then the person with the most net birdies. So we'll see who can roll some putts out there while it's 38 degrees. You know, for Christmas I was uh, gifted a eight-foot put, eight putting green have been taking a lot of conference calls with a putter in my hand over the past week or two. Um, 
So uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to roll some putts today and see what I can make happen. So we'll just hope that you're outside of eight feet every time? Uh, that would be your hope. My hope is that I can stick it closer to the pin. <laughs> and so we are out here. We're braving the cold. We're dodging the winter weather at one of the greatest golf courses in the world, Sweden's Cove. I'm pleased to be joined by Matt Adamski, who's the GM of Sweden's Cove. Matt, thanks so much for hanging with us for a few minutes. Of course. Minutes. Uh, 39 degrees feels like thir 33, to, yeah. to be exact. Yeah, so we're, we're just a little bit obsessed with golf if we're out here. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was snowing when you guys got here. It almost. was. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, man, nonetheless, we've, we've had a great time already. We just finished our first loop, about Sweet. to go back out. But, uh, man, you've been around the golf business for a long time. Can you tell yeah. us about your golf journey, how you ended up at Sweden's? Sure. You know, I, I went to Ferris State University uh, for the PGM program. And, uh, you know, kind of got involved in golf uh, in all different facets from public to private yeah. to uh, yeah. golf so resort and other. And, um, uh, you know, kind of ended up in the private vicinity for a long time and uh, kind of went to, through the Cliffs communities and uh, a private course that kind of went bankrupt during the uh, bubble and uh, private community up in northern Michigan, Detroit Golf Club for about five and a half years. Um, NCR Country Club in Dayton, Ohio was uh, was there as uh, the head golf professional and, and, and director of golf right before I left and, and, I, and, I, and then I took this job. Um, so uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's been a it's been a road, but a, a path. But this uh, this yeah, path has yeah. uh, been a lot of fun right for sure. Just, yeah, uh, definitely. So tell us about the first time you stepped on the property at Sweetness. Yeah, so uh, August of nineteen, I came down for my interview with Rob, and uh, I'd never been on property, but I probably put more people that had played. Uh, here in the first year or rivaled that number which yeah. was 495 rounds of golf yeah in in 2015 but I probably had sent more people here before I even stepped on property and I got here with my wife and um, to, to do the interview with Rob and and it was uh, when Nash was here and we came on property a little bit before Rob got here and to see the golf course and I, I got out of the car and kind of walked towards the shed and uh, I looked at her and she looked at me and she She's like, we're moving, huh? I'm like, well, if I get this job, it's, it's game over. Because, <laughs> like, there's no way it looks that good on uh, Instagram yeah. as it does in no, person. We, we, I don't know. We, yeah. we, we can't do it. Well, got when you played the course, or really, when did you realize, like, man, this place is so different? Yeah. August. I mean, I'd heard from a lot of people. I mean, I played with uh, Ari Techner, and I played with Patrick Boyd before, yeah. and, 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 and heard the background story, and... And, and Nash obviously okay. being here, so I, I've I've heard all those stories. I've followed the Instagram for three years yeah. uh, before I okay. even got Sounds here, good, man. and um, and okay. it was just uh, you know I, I kind of knew what I was like looking at, but I didn't get it quite yeah. it, like nobody does. Yeah. I mean honestly, and then you come here and then you understand it once you play it. And, yeah. and that day I ended up playing. We played probably like four holes with Nash, and I'm like, that's all I really need to see. I mean, yeah. it was firm and fast and. I don't care how much you spin a wedge, that thing bounced like six or eight feet oh, off yeah. those grains at that time, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, it was pretty special that day, and uh, then then going around with Rob and just you know seeing people uh, play the golf course, like you know I got it. Yeah, certainly. Well, you kind of talked about it there, but what were your like initial first impressions with the course? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean same thing. I mean. I got to play it when it was firm and fast. I mean, since I've been here in the last year and a half, it's 
they're a little saturated. Yeah. We've had an enormous amount of rain, which kind of stinks. But yeah. uh, the neat thing is playing it in all these different spectrums, uh, firm and fast, and uh, a little bit saturated because you get to hit so many. The shot, the shot values are so high. Yep. Even in wet categories, you have to know what to do in those. And and this golf course, uh, Rob and Tad did an amazing job to incite creativity sure. uh, back in golf, which I think is a lost art in golf yeah. architecture. Definitely. Um, and this place, uh, it just uh, it encourages creativity, which yeah. is uh, pretty special. So, yeah. you know, uh, going around it and seeing it in, in all different facets, like it's it's still good wet as is, it is dry and, and firm and fast, honestly. That's, that's exactly right. And we were talking about it coming up, I think it was seven, or after six, we all had a couple different pitches that could have been played yeah. 10 different ways. Sure. And we love that. I mean, yeah. that, just like you said, it's like, I mean, give me the ability to think about a shot, mm -hmm. right? Like, give me the chance to, you know, have a backstop here, or you know, I'm going to put it on this mound and let it funnel back down to the hole. And of course. yeah, I think I, I think that's a, a huge aspect of Sweetens. When, if you were to describe the Sweetens vibe to someone who's never been here, how would you do that? You can't. I mean, that's the craziest thing. You can talk all you want to, you're blue in the face, and like, like realistically, nobody gets it. Yeah. Like so, you're telling me a nine-hole golf course in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee? This is this. Everybody wants to go here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You you just got to go play it. It's an adult playground. Yeah. And they're like, eh. And then when they get here, it's it, you have to play it. Yeah. But honestly, it's a it's a if if I'm to describe it, uh, I would suggest that it is a, a a really neat blend between UK golf and uh, Pinehurst meets yeah. Pinehurst meets Pine Valley explosive amazing long uh, waste bunkers um, greens that are upside down bowls uh, affectionately been called Augusta on acid yep. uh, all the above um, and, and, and fairways that don't don't end and then you have some native grass and that's it totally. like, we don't have a rough cut it is what it is like yeah. we have uh, endless amount of fairway so you again yeah, can yeah. can be creative with where you want to go, honestly. Because like you know, Rob, if you talk to Rob, like he he made this golf course not really to be confined by tees, yep. but you know, use your imagination and go where you want to go too. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was out here in October of eighteen. That was the last time I've been here. Yeah. Since then, I think there's been a couple big time investors. Few. How how has that changed? You know, anything about this uh, about Sweden's? So. Uh, I don't know if you knew, but we do have a bourbon now. Yeah. I think that's honestly it. Other than yeah. that, like they kept true to the vibe yep. of Sweetens, which is, uh, you know, we don't need a clubhouse. We don't need running water. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. We've got a pavilion, yep. which works because like, why would you need a clubhouse to confine your visuals of the golf course? Totally. Neat thing from this aspect, even from the shed where we, where we stand over on Patrick's porch, uh, literally you can see everything. Yeah. Uh, you can see all nine holes, you can see people walking up and down two, and you can see people on three, which are the furthest points, uh, points yep. of the golf course. But it is, uh, it's absolutely terrific in that, in that sense. So, um, the putting green is new. Uh, we've got a, a very Himalaya style putting green that's super aggressive, as you saw as you yep. walked up. It's a little bit different. Yeah. It used to house a giant clay pit. 
that had Poseidon's Kiss. Uh, <laughs> if you know, you know on Poseidon's Kiss. Oh yeah. One. And um, and then an overgrown area that now is the pavilion and, and Big Bear's bonfire pit for sure. Yeah. So like that's cool. Sheds here, and then we actually have an, uh, uh, some sort of uh, toiletry area at this point in time, which actually yeah. has our version of running water, yeah. if yeah. you will. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, when I play Sweetens, I, I get a lot of those Pinehurst and even some Tobacco Road vibes. Yeah. But you know, architecturally. Where would you say, like, these are where I see the influences? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you talk to Rob, I mean, 100%, I mean, he gets a lot of influence. He loves, uh, um, you know, Pinehurst uh, and, and, and Pine Valley and, and all these different sorts where you have a lot of areas where you can um, use the grains and, and have a high uh, shot valued uh, area. Um, around the grain so that you can uh, use it. But he, he takes those influences and, and, and puts it into his architecture and, and it's pretty neat. I mean, uh, I, think, I think if you asked him, I know that number two is like one of his favorites like ever. Yeah. So Donald Ross influence uh, for sure. And then, you know, Mike Strantz obviously with uh, uh, Tobacco Road, the kind of uh, craziness about it, right? But uh, here it was just about being uh, super unique and, 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 and aggressive uh, and that's kind of what influenced him so like you know he, he that's his own version yeah. of, of Pinehurst he took Pinehurst and kind of uh, made it explode into this uh, nine hole uh, amazingness totally yeah. yeah well last question for you and again we just finished our first loop so we're gonna go back out there and run it back but what are your favorite holes so uh, I mean all of them yeah uh, but uh, I mean tee shot on one is spectacular now from mm -hmm. all the way back which is different from when you did it yep uh it gives you a lot more room it's a way better look etc um and then obviously number five um is probably my favorite favorite hole because it just gives you so many different options certainly um as a drivable par uh par four you know being like 298 ish yep. from all the way back yeah. and then king's spectacular I yeah mean, the green on king you got 87 yard uh green in depth uh, that I, is almost, I tell people, it's almost a, a football field in length and 90% yeah. of you are going to miss it today. So yeah. it's just, it's really neat. The, the whole the whole golf course is just spectacular, but I think five overall is probably my favorite uh, yeah. hole for sure. Great hole. Again, yeah. like so many opportunities yep. and different ways to play it. And then the green. Green is spectacular. It's really its defense, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, uh, Kiz, uh, Kiz was here playing against Drew Holcomb in a charity match yeah. uh, this year. And uh, Kiz probably made, I mean, well, he was the time uh, number 32. I don't know what he is now in the world. But uh, Kiz uh, made an all-world PGA Tour up and down uh, for par. Yeah. Uh, from the back of the green because he got a little bad insight from Drew. Drew went driver, Drew went short, I think, I, if I remember correctly, and Kiz went and hit driver, which is unnecessary for Kiz, yeah. and went in that back portion down in that huge oh, collection yeah. area, passed it in the tall native, and uh, just made an unbelievable up and down uh, to the Navy flag, which is, if you know where that is, that's completely going away from you downhill, and... Uh, it was, it was terrific, but that that's what that hole does. It's yeah. 298 yards, which is nothing. Definitely. And it can, uh, it can absolutely eat your lunch yeah, that's uh, exactly besides right. the bunker. 
Well, I think that's what's fun about swings, yeah. too, is it, it gives you the opportunity that if you're hitting well, you're going to score really well. And also, it's going to hurt you if you don't put it in the right spot. But, um, man, Matt, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for, for hanging with us for a few minutes, for having us out. For sure. No worries. Appreciate you. All right, y'all. Well, we just finished up at Sweetens Cove, and let me tell you, it was colder than a polar bear's toenail out there. But uh, but cold aside, what a great time we had out there. This was my first time out on the course, and wow, it was a spectacular place. Not just uh, the uniqueness of the golf holes, but the vibe and just the overall setting was spectacular. So we had a little money on the line today, and uh, we, we played kind of a modified stable for game, but rather than negative points for, for bogey, it still rewards a point. Um, I mean, this is a high handicappers club. Uh, you f can feel free to insert your participation trophy jokes there. So after the first nine, Cooper and I were tied for the point lead. And uh, I don't normally make any excuses for my play based on the, on the weather conditions. But, I mean, my body was, was getting a little stiff in that second nine. I mean, it was colder than a penguin's pecker out there. So uh, we, we took a little little time between our first and, 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 and second nine and, uh, you know, ordered a pizza and, uh, and took an extra long bathroom break in the heated toilets before we headed back out there. And I, at this point, the wind was really blowing and it was cold. And so uh, on, the, on the second nine, Caleb was a solo lead uh, shooting a 41, which did include uh, a triple. So that was a pretty nice little round for him there. And then uh, in the end, Coop and I ended up tying for most points. Um, we were keeping track of most net birdies, and Trent and Carl had uh, both tied on those. And then Cooper ended up leading us with the stroke score with an 81. And so just my overall reaction to the day was just, what a good time. I mean... The staff uh, was awesome. Everyone we encountered on the course was awesome. And I mean, they're all out there freezing their butts off in the same conditions as we are. And everybody's just super positive and happy to be there. So I thought, uh, I thought the course dynamic was, was incredible. I mean, the green complexes were very challenging. Um, it had been pretty wet, but uh, the greens were still pretty punishing at times. I mean, if you didn't hit it in the right place, it just rolled off the front or the back. And so that was that was really fun to just kind of have those challenges. I mean, I don't know. There's not there's not anywhere really in the in the mid state area that has greens like that. So it was really nice to uh, to get out and and kind of play on those challenging type of greens. You could hit really good tee shots onto the green, but still kind of get punished. Uh, I know in particular on hole four, uh, it's called King. It's a it's a par three, but it has about a 20,000 square foot green. It was playing about 155, and I just nuked my tee shot to the back end of the green. And so at that point, I was still about 50 to 60 feet away from the hole and ended up three putting from there. So... Um, you can have some great shots, but you kind of have to have a really complete game and put it all together. I think my favorite hole on the course was probably the sixth hole. Um, the pin uh, was placed on the left side of the green, kind of dangling out over the lake, and, and it just kind of dares you to, to kind of cut that off a little bit. And um, 
so that was just a really fun, challenging hole as you kind of have to pick your shots as you're, you're trying to stay dry and, and not get a little too greedy. So I'd say overall, it was just an incredible day out there. We ended up getting uh, 22 holes in before the sun started going down. We didn't get out quite as quite as early as we thought just because it was so cold. But it was really an incredible day, and I look forward to getting back out there again once things warm up a bit.